Ask me what I'm doing, just grinding. Haters wanna hate, let them hate, never mind them. Be more bins, trying to reach the next plateau. And I can't stop till I achieve my goals. Keep a couple fees inside the photos. So official with the vibe, you can't fuck up my zone. Hold on for a minute, let me count mine. You know, you know. They don't want salt on my name. Ooh, they let it throw shade. Cause it's young nigga pay. Family straight. Diamonds in my chain. I'm just doing my thing. Nuts just dragging. Nothing here average. I'm far above that shit. Simple and plain. Ballin' when it's sunny. And welcome back, boys and girls, to another episode of Casually Kicking It Sports. Brought to you by nobody because we're not sponsored yet. But hey, if you're interested. Hey. <laughs> you can sponsor us. Today we got in the building is Tony, Sam Rills, Ed. We're going to bring you the, you know, sports uh, from the aspect of fans, right? For uh, By fans, for fans is what I said. That's what we're doing. So, how's everyone doing today? Feeling great. Happy to be back. You discussing guys, uh, uh, the thing I love most. Tony? <laughs> like, quiet over there. Ready to dive into some more sports talk because it's on high demand now. Yeah, I mean, we're in... The prime time of uh, preseason right now. We're only a couple of weeks away from the start of the regular season. It's exciting times for football fans, that's for sure. Fantasy's kicking off really well. People have probably already had some drafts. The uh, Canadian League had a draft before even any preseason games had even started. That's a little awkward, but it's okay. I mean, we got it I done. I guess. We got it done, and hopefully uh, no more injuries um, because we've already lost a few. So, well, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, football's in the air. You could smell it. Yeah. You could really smell you it. You sound like you need some like nose drops. Pumpkin spice. Little smell pumpkin nasally. spice. Yeah. So for me, it was kind of weird, like moving to Florida and, and getting back into football season just because the, the seasons don't change here. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are no seasons. It's, but in Canada, Hot, all when, of yeah, the time. when football starts, you start wearing hoodies again. And, you know, it's just a different kind of feel in the air. It's a little colder. So what is it like to be a Canadian and a fan of an American sport? Like from a Canadian person. Yeah, because don't you have your own football out there? Do you guys do fantasy for the Canadian League, by the way? There is uh, CFL fantasy, but we don't partake in it. Um, (laughs) I mean... Yeah, it's not. It's the not. Product is nobody exactly. really watches the CFL. No, but when it comes to the Canadian fans' perspective, uh, do you find that like you and your friends had like individual teams you would root root for? Because naturally, like Ed and I are Bucks fans because we're like from the area, from the region. It's the closest team to root for. That's how we got connected to them. I mean, my dad moved to Florida in the seventies and started going to Bucks games, so it's like it was just natural. But being in Canada, I guess the nearest team would be the Bills. Yeah, so uh, there or are... you root for, like, the big names, you know? Like, yeah. Oh, are you rooting for with, players uh, or teams? Yeah, or how everybody, everybody kind of has their, their their own team. You know what I mean? Like, we're not we're not just in a state where we could... I mean, if we're in the state of Florida, we're either Bucks fans or Jacksonville fans or Dolphins fans. We kind of just go all over the place. Like, I have friends that are Steelers fans but and how 49ers they fans. become fans of those teams? They just, I think, from... You know, when you're a kid, you start watching football and maybe at that time a team is, you know, doing well and you kind of attach yourself to that team and you kind of just go with them. So for me, I, I like the Dolphins. That's my favorite team. And that's just strictly off coming down to the basement as a kid and my dad watching the Dolphins all the time because that was his favorite team. So I was like, all right, like 
I like the Dolphins too. You know, so Dan would Marino you, and all them cats. Would you rather have the Dolphins win a championship or your fantasy team win a championship? My fantasy team. I'm fantasy overall. I won't I won't root for any other NFL team but the Dolphins, but I'd I'd personally rather take a fantasy championship than a Super Bowl. Knowing that your your family is predominantly Tampa Bay heavy fan base, do you kind of root for them as well sometimes? For sure. For sure. I ride with the Bucks. Come on, Tony. You know I've been riding with the Bucks. I've been drafting Bucks players forever before they were cool. Yeah, but Sam Rills <laughs> has probably gone to a handful of games over the last couple of years. Yeah. And I swear the Bucks never win when I, he goes. <laughs> I've never seen one Bucks win. I don't think. I, I? No, it might be. It, it's probably around like. Seven, eight, nine, ten years, like Legarrette Blunt era. I've cursed them for sure. Uh, where uh, G has actually seen a Bucks win in person. Yeah, so it's a good thing I didn't go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay away from the stadium, bro. <laughs> yeah. Mahomes would have two. Yeah, I mean, I uh, happened to be able to go to two games last year, and both were losses. So, yeah, not great. It was kind of weird how I became a Bucks fan because I wasn't initially a Bucks fan right off the rip. I know that when I came from Puerto Rico to the States, we moved to Tampa. And I, and I, there's a picture of me as a kid wearing the Bucks, a Bucks shirt, you know, with the orange uh, and uh, the creamsicle colors, as they say, the orange and white with Bucko Bruce on there. And then as growing up, my dad wasn't really huge sports fan, but he would watch and he would watch more the NFL than anything. And he would, he was more of like a fair weather fan, I would say. Now that I'm growing up and I realize, you know, like as an adult, like, man, my dad was such a fair weather. Like if, if the <laughs> Niners were doing good, he was a Niners fan. Yeah. If the Cowboys were doing good, he was, a, he was, he was a Cowboys fan. If uh, the Dolphins, but he was like more of a Dolphins, like he's like, but he was more with like the players like Dan Marino or like, you know, Emmett Smith and, uh, you know, Joe Montana and. Whoever was in is who he would root rooted for. Yeah. So then, like, you I named kind some of really old players there. So yeah, but then again, you know, so as a kid, you know, you don't know any better. You know, he's not like uh, Tony's father, who's a sports fan and and can educate you on on the sports. My dad wasn't really. I mean, <laughs> he would call the middle linebacker the center position. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not the center. <laughs> so like, I'm going all my life talking about like, yeah, I want to play line, you know, thinking I want to play linebacker. I'm telling everyone, yeah, I want to play center. And they're like, oh yeah, that's a great, you know, on the offensive line. I'm like, wait, no, no. Is it? So my dad was giving me wrong information, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> you know, which was embarrassing when you find out, you know, later you're like, man, this guy was just like terrible. And then, uh, you know, I was, I would root for whatever team he was rooting for. Cause I didn't know any better. I'm like, oh yeah, the dolphins, you know? And then, so it, it it was when, you know, I grew up that I just kind of like, well, I'm not really a Dolphins. I didn't like the Cowboys, you know. I didn't like the Niners, you know. Like, I was just rooting for them because my dad was rooting for them. And I was like, I got to find the team that that's it for me. And that's when I, I went with the Bucks. You know, I was like. Great choice. I enjoy. Terrible choice. I enjoy the white, <laughs> the white, <laughs> the orange and white. You know, I, I like the colors. So when was this choice made? Um... Man, I can't remember. Before high school, so middle school. So like 1975? 1974. Okay. Close. So, yeah, and I became The Bucks weren't even around. The Bucks, I know. The Bucks, the Bucks, so yeah, I saw the change in the uniform. And when they, and then when they changed the uniform, I just, that even made me more of a So that was late 90s. What was that, like 97, I think? 
when they changed the uniform was 96. Okay, 96, 97. Yeah. Yeah, because we made the playoffs in 97. and I Because uh, I was a freshman in high school. I think we beat the Lions in the first round that year in the new uniforms. That's mm-hmm. what I remember. Uh, so would you say, Ed, that would you rather win a fantasy championship or uh, have the Bucks win another Super Bowl? I'd rather have the Bucks win another Super Bowl. I mean, even though this year still, I pinch myself. I still can't believe it that the Bucks have won a Super Bowl. It's still because it was such a crazy year that like I didn't expect. Even though we had Tom Brady, I didn't expect to like the first year no training camp and everything and just go and win the whole. Thing. I thought there was going to be like a transition period where you know they'd kind of feel each other out the first year and you know make the playoffs and do well, but. Because even the start of the year, they weren't playing that well. No. Right? They were, what, 8-5? and five? And that, or sorry, I think they I think were, we're like 7-5. Like seven seven a five. couple games over 500. Brady had the game where he forgot how many downs there were in Chicago. <laughs> Which was a game that we <laughs> should have won as yeah, well. Yeah, and people were kind of like, okay, is this going to really work? The defense wasn't clicking that much at that time either. And then all of a sudden, you guys just went on that run where you After were the unstoppable. Week. Well, we had our bye week, and... You know, all throughout the early part of the season, the fans who really follow the team closely were begging the team to run more play action. Yeah. And that was really the only significant change from the first part of the season to the second part of the season. Because anytime we ran play yeah, action. Talk a little bit louder, Tony. Anytime we phone closer to those lips right there. Mm-hmm. Anytime we ran play action in the first half of the season, it was incredibly successful. We just didn't run it enough. And so we use that bye week to basically self-scout. And that's where you saw us uh, basically go on an undefeated run through the last, what, two, three months of the season, including the playoffs. Do you think uh, the acquisition of Fournette helped a lot with the play action? Like, do you think because he was running the ball pretty well? I know Rojo was kind of in and out in the lineup and Arians. But he was only in and out because he was not healthy. I think I still, Arian, Arians didn't really trust them. Though. Yeah, I still think if you talk to at least the Bucks fans that I talk to on Twitter or in real life, I think all of us are kind of on the same train that we believe Rojo is the better player uh, and the more productive player. Mm-hmm. Fournette had the early week last year against Carolina where he broke off like a 50-yard run at the end of the game and scored a touchdown, and people thought he was going to really take over there for a little bit. Yeah, I just remember like towards the end of the season, for it transitioned to Fournette being. But the that guy. was a coach's choice yeah. combined with Rojo getting COVID. He was like the only player on the Bucks all last year to actually get COVID, and he got COVID almost, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, like immediately after the Carolina game, where he was like brilliant and broke off like a 98 yard run, and uh, he just he seems to have a bit of bad luck. Uh, Rojo specifically and any reason to give Arians not to play him whether it be uh, an early drop or an early fumble in the game whenever he made a mistake uh, a missed pass protection you know he was pulled from the game and you wouldn't see him the rest of the week which was really painful as a fa- uh, fantasy owner for, of Rojo no doubt <laughs> talking about me uh, well, I had him in another league, and it was definitely painful because, you know, he'd have these big games, and you could see the potential and see the burst, and then he'd drop, you know, two passes. So, so. Let's, let's talk fantasy quarterbacks? 
Yeah, sure. Let's dive into some fantasy quarterbacks because um, I did a mock draft the other night, and I could I could pull up also what uh, what some of these quarterbacks are going for at the moment. Now this is this is auction prices. This is, yeah, this is auction draft prices. Um, um, let me first apologize to the listeners out there. I'm still messing with the audio. I'm trying to get the audio correct. So uh, those of you listening to the stereo systems there. Um, so, but anyways, while he's so getting yeah. the prices, Dak's been in and out. The, well, not in and out. I guess just out of the lineup for the whole preseason. And there's a lot of conflicting reports about you know he's going to be ready for week one, or there's going to be an injury that lingers all season. Do you guys trust the situation in Dallas right now to draft Dak with confidence, or are you just staying away from him this year? Um. As a Bucks fan, knowing that that's the first team we play in the season, I'm happy to hear this news. As a fantasy owner, um, knowing that this injury is typically an injury that happens to uh, Major League Baseball pitchers, and they don't really know how to deal with it because they've called it's it it yeah, well, this is known that they that the Cowboys did call. Uh, the Texas Rangers and the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, because they they didn't see they've never seen this type of injury right. before in football, like how it's how it's going. So they they reached out to the Yankees and the Rangers and were like, "What's going on here? Like, can we can he play? Like, what, do we need surgery? Like, what's going on?" So it's kind of a weird situation in Dallas. I mean, any player that has a lingering muscle injury that involves. Uh, potentially muscles that they have to use on an everyday basis, it's worrisome. Right. Like a running back with like a hamstring or a groin injury, they might heal in a couple weeks, but that always seems to be something that lingers throughout the season and uh, hampers their performance. If I can avoid someone like that with question marks, you know, maybe pre-injury, you know, thinking Dak is coming back healthy, you have Dak ahead of a guy like Herbert or Russell Wilson, somewhere around there. If you're debating between the two and, you know, Herbert has no injuries and no lingering stuff, and it, oh, I don't know how you take Dak So you're saying uh, you're drafting Herbert. Great. Thanks for nine. Now I know. Yeah. So if you're drafting today so like, and it's Dak or... Let me go back to answer your question. Your question was, will you draft Dak? Yeah. At this point, knowing what he's ha- what he has, no, I so he's wouldn't. completely red flagged for you, correct, off the table. Not even at like a complete value, you Com- wouldn't draft him. I would. Dr- the only way I would draft him is if I already had a quarterback drafted and have him as like. But I don't think that's a, a realistic play. scenario. And 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 who's to know if they obviously don't know much about this injury? Who knows how long that injury is going to last? So, yeah, it'd be a red flag because at the time of drafting, I would take, like Tony said, I'm going to take a quarterback that I know is healthy right now. Dak Prescott or Tom Brady? Tom Brady. Well, I'm asking two Bucks fans, but <laughs> but yeah. for fantasy. I think I would probably go Dak. I think he's, you know, at least a tier or two higher than, than Brady. But so, Gianni, you had made tiers prior to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um of the different quarterbacks. So what's like your tier one of quarterbacks? So tier one, we've got Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, and Lamar Jackson. Uh, tier two, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and Justin Herbert. 
Hang on one second. So, tier one, Mahomes, Jackson, Allen, Murray. Yes. Mahomes, Jackson. Is that, how much are you factoring in, and we talked about this a bit on the last pod, but how much are you factoring in the ability to rush the ball, uh, potentially for some touchdowns, into that equation? I think to be the elite of the elite in fantasy, you need to have a rushing floor. Because there's games where, if you're a Tom Brady or an Aaron Rodgers or a, a Matthew Stafford where you're only going to throw for 200 and some yards and two touchdowns, that's not that good. But if you have that rushing floor, if you have 50 or 60 rushing yards on the ground, that's giving you an extra six points. That's like throwing an extra touchdown pass. That's like throwing an extra 150 passing yards. But you mentioned last week, uh, let's let's look at the quarterbacks. Um you know, Lamar specifically in regards to his uh, inconsistency with throwing the ball. What did you, what were his, his, or do you have this, is that how you have them as well in yours? No, I, tiers? Yeah. yeah, I'm just basing it off of his rankings. But what do you have tiers too or rankings? Uh, no, I don't, I do not have tiers. It's okay. Mahomes and everybody else. Okay. So I, you said I, I think the, that Josh Allen in particular, he's going into his fourth year. Yeah. He's had two bad years. One fantastic year. I'm, I've always been Josh Allen skeptical. Uh, I know that Gianni has been a huge Josh Allen supporter. For me, I would like to see it again. Well, so I think the tier just you before said tier one, I put him in that the Mahomes, tier yeah. one. So you said tier one was Mahomes, and this is from where are we getting this these rankings from the tiers from. This is just right off of Fantasy Pros. Fantasy Pros. Yeah. Okay, so we got we got to give our our you know. Our, uh, what is it? Just do. Just do to wh- <laughs> where, where are we getting our information just so people know we're not pulling us out of our asses or anything like that. Well, I just so we're getting this from where was it again? Fantasy pros. Fantasypros.com, right? Mm-hmm. So you said tier one was Mahomes, Mahomes Josh Allen, Kyler Josh Murray, Allen, Kyler Murray Lamar, Jackson. Lamar Jackson, those four. Um, sorry to interrupt you. Now go ahead. You, you were saying something about uh, Lamar Jackson a few minutes ago. No, I just think that I think it's Mahomes and everybody else. I, I would agree with that. I think Mahomes is kind of in a, a league. Just because you're getting the consistency, like he's bust-proof. There's no way he could bust. Like Lamar Jackson could bust if he's not throwing well and he's not rushing as much as he usually can. He can bust. Josh Allen, he's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? Like he has a lot of his points coming off of his rushing touchdown. So if the Bills kind of switch over to Singletary or Moss rushing in touchdowns instead of Josh Allen, because I believe Josh Allen had like eight or nine rushing touchdowns. I last just year. think that uh, with Josh Allen specifically, when it comes to fantasy, let's say he doesn't drop off his game at all and he continues to improve, which would be ideal for Bills fans as well as uh, Josh Allen owners. Right. In order for Josh Allen to be as successful as he can be in fantasy, the Bills have to use him similarly to how the Panthers used Cam Newton back in his MVP days. Right. Where every, you know, short down option, you're giving him the rock and like QB just draws straight up the gut, QB straight up the gut, QB stinks, things like that. I think eventually those type of things, they take punishment and wear and tear on people we see it now towards the i guess what is cam in year 9 10 11 somewhere around there yeah right he's still relatively young when it comes to the quarterback position but his body has aged 
where he can't even throw a pass over 10 yards. Yeah, and that's kind of my fear for Lamar Jackson, the way he <coughs> plays the game. Like, there's there's going to be a time where he can't rush like he used to rush, just like Cam Newton. But is, it, but is Lamar be, taking these huge hits? I feel like Allen puts his body through much more yeah. punishment than Lamar. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I would yeah, agree with you Nobody's on touching one. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> but like, that's that's what I'm saying. It, see, Josh I, I feel like Lamar is avoiding, sliding. He's smart about it. Getting then, out of, he, Lamar is doing everything that we wished RG3 did early on. Yeah. I also think that Lamar's game, though, depends on how the game's going. Like If the game's going well, he's doing well, obviously. If the game's not... He's not. Well, and most it, quarterbacks and it, yeah, are right. syncing up with. But it's also, it also, well I think it also depends well. on like. Let me. Um, well, I think the difference is has with, Lamar ever done had a game where he's come back to win? That's that's what I was gonna say because he's he the the way the Ravens have been he since plays he's well when they're drafted. ahead. Yeah, he's well, never they're ahead often. They're ahead often, but, and, but but is that because of him or is that yes, because of the of defense? Yes, of course it's it is. because of him. Is it he because was the, of the MVP defense, of the league? Though? Because that defense is good too. I, don't get me wrong. I don't want to disrespect the defense though. The right the Ravens defense is good. So is the Ravens defense putting them in a good position? We haven't seen Lamar be in the position enough to have to come back in games. Like, I mean, we we haven't seen that with Mahomes as much either because they're usually leading. But those those type of quarterbacks. When they're down 14 points in the fourth quarter, they could bring you back and win. Yeah, I'm but not it, sure if for Lamar fantasy, could do that. it doesn't matter if you're getting your points in the first quarter or the fourth well, quarter. Well, then again, no, I'm but it, no, but it does because if you're in the fourth quarter with Lamar and he has to come back, you're going to get fantasy points there. But if he doesn't come back and he can't play from behind, you're not going to be getting those fantasy points. And on top of that, he's definitely not going to be rushing. I know, but if has he ever quarters one through three, he's giving you more points than somebody else who, like a Matthew Stafford type, who is able to lead a more traditional comeback from the pocket. Uh, if through quarters one through three, Lamar is the better fantasy player, and in quarter four, Matthew Stafford is the better fantasy player. Who do you want overall? But has it, but has Lamar like Lamar you just want also, the witching hour to watch your quarter <laughs> seven <game>. hours? <laughs> well, you just garbage want, time fantasy points matter. I, they do the garbage, but do they can. matter more than Q one through Q three? No, but if the Ravens are down, okay. If the but Ravens even, are down, then Lam- sorry. I'm banging the table here. Oh, go ahead. You're fine. You're He's fine. literally banging the table. I'm banging the table on here. And listen, this is this is not a knock on Lamar. I love Lamar. He's a great quarterback. Do you love Lamar? Yeah, of course. How He's, much do you love Lamar? Don't love him too much. Like, he might catch COVID. XOXO? See you at my next show? Exactly. No, but if Lamar is down in the game, that probably means he hasn't had a good three quarters fantasy-wise. So what I'm saying is, in the fourth quarter... Would you rather have a Lamar Jackson on your fantasy team or would you rather have a Josh Allen on your fantasy team where you've seen Josh Allen bring the Bills back in games with his throwing? You haven't really seen that with Lamar. No, I'm personally, if when it comes to tier one, if I'm not getting Mahomes, I'm not touching any of those other players you mentioned because I think they're overpriced versus the guarantee. If you are in a snake draft and spending a high draft pick on a quarterback, uh, or if you're in an auction draft and spending a lot of money on a quarterback, I want an absolute guarantee that this person is going to finish, you know, top two, top three when it comes to that position. I have that guarantee with Mahomes. I personally don't feel 
Like you can guarantee me that Murray's going to finish top three, that Lamar is going to finish top three, or that Allen's going to finish top three without a shadow of a doubt. I would feel confident, barring injury, Mahomes is finishing top three without a shadow of a doubt. So he's worth the investment to me. That's why he's the QB1. I appreciate you mentioning spending money on those quarterbacks because I did a mock draft a couple days ago. I I didn't personally draft. I just watched a mock draft, an auction mock draft, which is... How bored were you? (laughs) Pretty bored. That's why I was eating dinner while I was doing it. So um, our league is an auction draft league. So I did a mock auction draft league because I wanted to see where players were going and how much they were going for. So you just named four quarterbacks, right? In the top tier. Yep. Top tier was, once again, Pat Mahomes. In no, in no, in no order. It was Pat Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray and, Lamar. and Lamar Jackson. So Pat Mahomes was the first quarterback to go off the board in this mock draft. He actually went in with the second pick in the auction draft. Uh, at forty-two dollars, uh, it's that's pretty high for a quarterback. But you're getting Pat Mahomes, like you said. That would be low in that, our league. So are you willing to spend forty-two dollars on a guaranteed? Okay, quarterback? so Eduardo, are you willing to spend forty-two dollars on Patrick Mahomes? That's a good question. And because it's a yes or no question. So yes or no? Possibly, because Pat Mahomes can get you. Okay, so why is it possibly and not yes? Because I didn't make a decision yet. <laughs> like, it's, I'm still, if, like, that makes for there. a great Sometimes pod. Sometimes you're so indecisive. So, <laughs> makes for on. a great pod to not have opinions. <laughs> no, well, no, I, I listen, I, I, at $42, I would say yes. The reason being is that he gets you, he get. you're not going to question him like we're questioning Lamar Jackson. So at right? $49, you're getting your, are you taking Patrick Mahomes? Yes. You're consistent. You're, okay, you're getting a quarterback that's consistent. Are you no. T- so at fifty dollars. No. Okay. So so forty nine and below. Forty. I would say forty below. You just said you would say yes to forty two. Well, I mean that's still a borderline forty. <laughs> okay. So forty. Closer to low. forty. You know. Okay. And Gianni? would you would you spend forty two dollars on Pat Mahomes? Yes. Okay, Gianni. Would you spend forty two dollars on Pat Mahomes? Absolutely not. And why is that? I would never spend over $15 on a quarterback. All right. He has spoken the words of the Mandalorian. That's why I'll never be able to own him, and it pains me deep inside. And, and Tony, why would you spend the $42? Because on it's home? guaranteed production. Set it and forget it. Exactly what I said. And it just as a, as a Mahomes, uh, as, as someone who's been on my team in the past, Fantasy football is supposed to be fun at some point. Watching him throw 60, 70 yard bombs to Tyreek and the rest of the gang in Kansas City, it is a lot of fun. Just make sure Tyreek doesn't throw the peace sign again at the Bucks because that really came back to bite him in the butt. Well, we're happy about that. In a one quarterback league, I don't think it I don't think you should spend up on a quarterback. I, I there's mean a, there's a lot of options down there. Yeah. You're right. Um and there's a lot of young quarterbacks that could break out during the year. You could play the matchups. It's a lot easier to stream the quarterback position than it is any other position. So I'm never spending up on a quarterback, which sucks because I'm never going to be able to get the top ones. But my goal is to always find the top one that's going to be the top one the next year. 
You want to look for the gems. Yeah. I want the Lamar Jackson when he was a dollar. I want the Josh Allen when he was a dollar because uh, they were all one dollar. Okay. One point. Yeah. But so, then when you're searching for gems, you end up with, you know, rocks sometimes. You do. But that's the risk you got to take, right? So let's keep. T- but let's is that continue. a factor in why you've only won two championships? No risk it, no biscuit. Let's continue on with the quarterbacks because uh, the tier that you said, the four quarterbacks, they did go. Those were the top four quarterbacks to go early. Um, I don't know if you want to call like what some did, of these What early. did Kyler Murray go for? Um, hold, I haven't gotten there yet. The, the second quarterback to go went 23rd, and that was Josh Allen. Okay. And he went for $28. Okay, that's more doable. All so right. would you spend $28 on Josh Allen? $8 over my budget. Or did I, I, I thought was it you just said 15? You said so, so you can't even decide. That's $13 over my Eduardo, budget. would you spend $28 on Josh Allen? Uh, no, and for the reasons like you said, I he's had two bad seasons, one good season. I he's would had like to con- two good seasons, one bad season. No, hold on a no, second. We're not equating fantasy to real life. This is a fantasy draft. I know, but I think of it like, hey, would I want this guy as the quarterback of my real life team? He in broke two of out. His sin- in two of his seasons, I would not have wanted him as the quarterback of my real life team. He broke out in year two. All right, so then... What, with a rash? <clears throat> no, in fantasy. The third quarterback... Because he can run. Yeah, and running is gold as a quarterback. If you have a quarterback I understand, that runs, and that's why like having two on, quarterbacks. On your rankings, he's a tier one player. So, yep. like I said... I don't argue that he should or shouldn't be, but I think there's a definite distinction and difference between getting Mahomes versus getting Josh Allen in terms of what your comfortability should be. Mm-hmm. So look at this. Uh, the fourth or the third quarterback to go is Lamar Jackson. He went forty fifth pick at twenty one dollars. So okay, so Josh would you spend so twenty one bucks Allen, on Lamar Jackson? Jo- no, Josh Allen and uh, Lamar went around the twenty dollar range. Okay, Gianni, would you spend twenty bucks on either of those guys? Uh, who was the did? So you said it was just uh, Lamar went for twenty one for twenty one. Okay, yeah. And who else? Um, Josh Allen went for, what did I say? 28. 20-something? Yeah, it's still a little bit too expensive for me. He went for 28, so almost 30. What did Kyler go for? So here's the thing. Uh, The next quarterback to go was actually um, Dak Prescott. Mm. He was the fourth quarterback at $10. I'm all in on that. Kyler Murray went... Even with the injury. Even with the injury. So Dak went pick 62. Because I could find a quarterback later for a dollar. That worst case scenario, if Dak stays hurt or, you know, he's in and out of the lineup or whatever, I could cover it with one of those quarterbacks. But if he's healthy, Dak for $10 is an absolute steal. I just think the only thing concerning in our league is with five-point passing touchdowns. I don't think you can afford to miss on the quarterback position. And the more money you're willing to spend, the less risk variable there is in the pick itself. So Dak went for 10 at 62. Pick 63 right after that one was Kyler Murray. So he was the fifth quarterback off the board at $8. Okay, that's... So do you think that, that doesn't make any sense, but... Because he should be going for it does make sense as because much as Josh what I'm Allen. Not, what I'm not telling you is we're already on pick sixty three. 
here's the thing. This this draft went just like possibly our league normally drafts, where everyone's spending astronomical amounts on the top running backs right off the rip. So you went, this draft went with um, the first 19 picks, you're spending 55 or, or people spent 55 plus on the first 19, 19 players. Picks. So yeah. then by but the time were they getting, mostly running backs? Yes. Yeah. And so by the time you're getting to pick 63, these guys don't have as much money anymore. So then you're not spending that kind of cash on quarterbacks. Somebody is. Yeah, somebody is. Um, what's the second tier? Mahomes isn't Dak going in the for second tier? under 50. Dak is in a tier with Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers. What tier was that? And Justin Herbert. Yeah. Yeah, but is there really a distinguishable difference between Murray and Mike Prescott and Murray and Wilson? Uh, right now there is because Murray's healthy at the moment. Like, do you believe in A.J. Green? I don't I don't I don't think there's much um, I, Murray hasn't hit his ceiling. How do yeah, we know? This is, this is his third year. This it's will his be third his third year. year. His like, ceiling could also be capped by the lack of creative play calling like from Lamar's the MVP season is his ceiling. Like he's not getting any better than that. I so feel what, like Josh was, Allen That's a pretty good ceiling to it have. It is. It is a good ceiling. So let's say uh what but was, is he gonna hit it again? What was tier number two for quarterbacks? What do we got? We've got Dak. Herbert, Dak, Herbert, um, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Mister Safe and Reliable, and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, so um, Russell Wilson out of that group was the the he was the next pick after Kyler Murray. He wasn't like the very next pick, but he was the next quarterback picked after Kyler Murray at seventy one for two dollars. Yeah, see, I'll take that for two dollars. I'm yeah, I'm in the fifteen. Dollar or under range for quarterbacks. The next, the next quarterback after Russell Wilson was Justin Herbert at a dollar. So we're still in that that. Yeah, but the I don't, next quarterback I don't see after in our that, league. I'm trying to equate this to what our league is because that's what I care about. I don't see these guys going for a dollar. No, I think Justin Herbert is in the fifteen dollar range. Tom Brady went for a dollar. That was the next quarterback. That obviously won't happen with Eduardo in our league. I'm not going for Tom Brady this year. I'm sorry. I may, I may. We just don't believe you. Jalen Hurts. I may go for Tom Brady for a dollar after that. Just so I don't Hurts, have to face him. Jalen Hurts went before Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers went for a dollar. Yeah, man. That's the problem with these mock Yahoo drafts. You know, you never know how legit they and are. They're run by a bunch of Yahoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, that just gives you an idea. But uh, obviously, I I could see Pat Mahomes going for that amount of money. Patrick Mahomes is going to go for more than what he's worth. Like no matter what. I think uh you mentioned it last week, bid up for the players you want. Fantasy's supposed to be fun. Draft somebody who's fun to watch. Ryan Fitzpatrick went for a dollar. Hey now. <laughs> you could theoretically make the playoffs with uh, Ryan Matt Ryan Kirk Cousins type quarterback, right? But would that be a lot of fun watching those teams? Okay, oh but God. you could you could, you could draft fun players like DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf is a load of fun. Yeah, but the most fun player to have on your team is the quarterback position. They're essentially earning points every single play that they're not handing off. DK the ball. Metcalf went for forty four dollars. What about the tight ends? No love for the tight ends. Do, do you, you have a tight end? So do you think I work it out very much? <laughs> do you think because in our league we don't have a tight end position. We have an all flex league, so you could play six. So, of do you whatever. think the tight ends would be targeted early? I don't think tight ends. It doesn't are, matter. 
in an auction draft, it doesn't matter if people are nominated early or late. No, I know, but I'm saying like, would would people nominate tight ends if if everything's a flex now? I mean, I I have I have an argument. I think there's three brings, tight ends no. that you could you could target that will get you Correct. just as much points as. Oh, yeah, but because 100%. we don't have a tight end position, it actually brings down the values of Kelsey Kittle and Waller. Although Kelsey Kittle and Waller, to me, are. They're every week starters, regardless if yeah. there's a tight end. Correct, they're ballers, but they get a an increase. If it, if this was an auction league where you have to play a tight end, they get a bump up in how much money you're willing to spend to have one of those difference makers at that position. You if could it, draft Kelsey Kittle and Waller on your team and right. play all three of them. Right. That's the beauty of our all-flex league and why our commissioner is a genius. We're only waiting for the year where he just says, no running back. I tried to this year. Come on, we have to have some sort you of... Gotta have the only reason backs. why we have a running back in our league is because Yahoo won't allow for more flex positions. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> There's it. a cap. That's they it. have a cap of five or for else the we, flex positions. We could play six tight ends and a quarterback. If you wanted to do that, why wouldn't you be allowed to? If you did those three tight ends, that's solid double digits every week from all those guys. I mean, you're probably getting more points with those guys, specifically like Waller and Kittle, which are like the only two guys on their teams that are like the highly targeted. Correct, but everybody does their mock drafts, and there's always some not smart person in our league who will bid Draft every quarterback in the league. No, who will bid for Kelsey as if the fact that he's a tight end matters. Like they will... Oh, I need bid what I need he's actually worth. Where you don't need to start a tight end. Well, it's pretty important to read the settings before your drafts. It's also important to see what positions you need to fill before your drafts. What about what about the second tier of tight ends? Do you think they're going to go super cheap? Because do you because have? In a do you re- ha- can you bring up tiers for tight yeah, ends? Yeah. So the second tier after the big three would be T.J. Hawkinson, Kyle Pitts, the rookie on Atlanta, and Mark Andrews. So in a regular league where you need a tight end, they're very valuable. But in our league, I feel like they're more on the like wide receiver two ish, three ish type no, players. No, bro, like those guys right there, I would put. You're than that. you're you're lucky if you get double digits from them on a given day. Plus, you got Kyle Pitts, right, so who hasn't proven shit. He was a. He I know, was but a, I think Pitts is actually interesting because, as I mentioned about wanting to pick guys that are going to be fun to watch. The Falcons have to justify why they selected this guy with the fourth overall pick. I think Pitts I don't know. So he's going to get thrown there's the gonna, ball. There's going to be so, there's going to be some if money. If Ryan put on can Pitts. throw the ball to him because he's just like well, I mean, if he's feeling pressure because he doesn't have an O line, yeah. shorter routes to the tight end yeah. are going to be what he goes Possibly with. Possibly could not. be a gem. But some in some leagues, I just in, in tight a lot ends, of drafts, he's he's like the first tight end going. In tight ends where you have, or in leagues where you have to have a tight end, I want to be early, super early, grab one of the top three guys, or I want to be super late. Yeah, I'm and kind try of the to same way. try to get like a Logan Thomas with Fitzpatrick. That's who I would target. That's who I targeted in uh, in our league in which we do have a snake draft. Uh, was Logan Thomas as my backup since I had a, a Waller already, or, or like a Higby? With Matt Stafford now. Exactly. You know, Especially because Everett isn't is gone. There. Well, how do you know if Higby's going to be more consistent with him? Because there? the games that Higby or that Everett did not play with Higby, Higby would like go off multiple touchdown games. Well, yeah, games but that was a different quarterback. 
Yeah, now he has a better quarterback. Right, but a quarterback that now has better weapons than what he had in Detroit. And in Detroit, you know... That's why Stafford is like a sneaky pick. Especially, again, I reference our league where touchdowns are five points. Are we it giving too hurt much away to, to these guys that are listening? No, <laughs> I just don't think that Stafford... I think Stafford is a, a undervalued play, for sure. Stafford for a dollar. Because because the fact that he's not getting a ton of rushing yards and touchdowns doesn't hurt you totally. The reason why I say I see Higby getting a decrease, uh, my argument against yours, is because uh, he had um, Goff as his quarterback. And I feel like Goff, I don't think he necessarily reads the field as well as Stafford would. So then, so are then you he's going to go, he's just going to go with his tight end all the time. Whereas I think, um, Oh, did I say Stafford? Goff couldn't read as well as Stafford, so then Stafford reads the field better, so he's going to hit his receivers when he needs to. So does that mean that you're like Higby would be Hawkinson then because now he has Goff? Yes, I would. I think Hawkinson's one of the safest picks for tight ends. I I I mean, I just don't see a path where he's not productive. He's the number one option in Detroit. They're going to be down in every game. Because remember, the offensive line that the Rams have... Why do we think they're going to be down? Is their defense terrible? The Lions? No, not traditionally. I'm saying this year, it's hard to speak about them. Like, how much preseason tape are you grinding on the Lions? Like, how much of their first couple preseason games have you watched? I don't need to watch any preseason. No. The Lions will be down in games. Listen, the Lions... (laughs) How do you feel about Dan Campbell, their coach? The guy that's Who cares about scratching the and clawing and biting off limbs? Well, because so this past week, they had a 17-year veteran on their team, right. the long snapper, and he cut him on his birthday. Oh, and he was 40 years old. He cut him on his 40th birthday, as he's old as you, Eduardo. Yeah, well, having a nice dinner with his family. And he's getting a call like, hey, you're fired. He's like, all right. That's terrible. I'm calling the Bucks. What I did like about it <laughs> after the fact is that Campbell took a news conference and they asked him about it. And he was like, yeah, I'm an asshole. Like, I guess because he didn't realize it was his birthday. Well, at least he's honest. That I, I, I think well, uh, he's the players a- probably appreciate that level of honesty. It's kind of like what draws people to Bruce Arians. Here's the is thing. that um, real quick this past week, we had the intra squad scrimmage with the Tennessee Titans. Right. And I believe it was on uh, day one of the practices, Brady wasn't sharp, and Arians had no problem calling out and stating the fact that Brady wasn't sharp. So I feel like when your coach does something like that, it kind of puts everybody on attention because it's like, yo, if he's calling out our quarterback and the greatest of all time, what the hell is he going to say to us when he gets in the locker room? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, and the reason why I say um, Goff is going to struggle with the lines is because Stafford was always running for his life. That O-line was never a good O-line, right? But they picked up Penny Sewell. So what? One guy. He's like the biggest offensive line uh, prospect. Goff had a a better offensive line with the Rams where he had a little bit more time to throw the ball. He's not going to have as much time to throw the ball now. I think Goff is going to pepper Hawkinson with targets all year. Well, that's what I'm saying because he's going to be struggling... not that they're going to be life. good targets, but he's going to see volume. It's, oh, no. He has to. There's I no one else. I totally agree. But I feel like Higby's going to be okay, but he's not going to be like Higby was with golf. I, I feel like he's going to take a step down. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's still going to be, um, you know, 
feasible to use. If that's the correct word I'm using. I don't think it's the correct word I'm using. Higby bust last year, though. He wasn't very good. Well, I think he was injured, too. Where he was drafted. He, he busted well, yeah, sure. for, for where he was, he was drafted, drafted high. Yeah, but I think he also had injuries, and I think he had COVID, too, at one point. And he wasn't hardly in a lot of games. But um, And Goff did use his receivers, but that's what I say. He had a different offensive line. I would love to just own Cooper Cup and Robert Woods on my team. Just knowing that, I mean... I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I think that's a pair of receivers that I'd like to own. That's just like the Bucks, where I would like to have uh, Godwin and Evans. Yeah, but then what happens when it goes to Gronk and Antonio Brown? <laughs> that's, that's another problem. I feel like there's only two that's why your boy, receivers there. Do we Bucks still fan. know who the third wide receiver is for the Rams? I don't think he... Yeah, I don't we, know. You said Van Jefferson last week. Yeah, Van Jefferson I, uh, is, but he's not going to be getting. I'm a Bucks fan, but I can't, I can't, I can't rely. So all, all you guys who are listening to this, and I know some of the guys from our fantasy league are listening to this, I'm not drafting a Bucks player because it's just it. it they we spread, don't believe you. The spread they spread the ball too much. Rojo, Deshaun Jackson is listed as the third wide receiver for the Rams. For the oh, Rams, yeah, that's right. Wow. He did go to the Rams. He did go to and, the Rams. Yeah, but Jefferson he's, is but not he's, listed he always in has, the top three. Deshaun uh, Jackson has a good week top one. six receivers. But on is the Rams. he is he on the team? I he's not. Oh no, he's Van Jefferson is listed as the slot wide receiver. Excuse me. Thank you. But see, like Deshaun Jackson always has a great week one, and Deshaun then he's got a Jackson hamstring. Is the first backup. He's got a hamstring injury for like five weeks. Bro, Deshaun Jackson's <laughs> gonna play three and a half games. This That's year. like Will Fuller having like a great season because he cheated last year. But Will Fuller's never had a healthy season. He no. always he's still he's even dealing with an injury right now, and he can't even get on the on the field. So fun fact about Van Jefferson: okay. he has a hurt right arm right now, but his date of birth. July 26, 1996. Wow. So you have to draft him now. And he's a Gator. Yep. And Justin Fields' birthday, March 5th. For real? Yeah. <laughs> My guy. It's Kismet. Your guy. It's meant to be. Your guy. Your no, guy. I like Justin Fields and Trey Lance. All right. Give, so, give me both of them. Uh, so yeah, and neither of them could be starting in week one. I mean, the coach for the Bears has already come out and said that he wants to give Andy a shot during the regular season. Good. They play the Rams week one. Okay, so over <laughs> under. Throw <laughs> yeah, the Ra- exactly. Throw Andy Dalton into the Rams. Let, and then just throw. Let me eat, tell you, Andy eat. Dalton was one of the most, <laughs> when he was quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals, like it was just so hot and cold with him. He actually was a pretty solid, low-key... Uh, for a little bit. For a little bit. For a little yeah, bit. But when it's not exciting to but then, have but then there Andy was, Dalton I as mean, quarterback. The, he was excited at 1 o'clock. The red rifle. In the sun. I always remember the first touchdown of every week was always A.J. Green. For the <laughs> longest time. And I remember because my buddy Marwin in my Canadian league always Shout had, out to Marwin. Marwan. Marwan. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? Marwan. Yeah. My bad. He hey. always had Andy Dalton and A.J. Green somehow. <laughs> and he would start off like up by like 20 points like right away because there would be like a 70-yard touchdown pass. And then he'd end the week down by 20 points because he had Andy Dalton as his quarterback. I'm going to ask you guys a question since you bring that up with A.J. Green. Uh, A.J. Green was a dominant receiver with the Bengals. Obviously, last season didn't go well because he was coming back from him, from an injury. Didn't seem and like he was old. Fully, he was older. Same thing I'm going to say about Julio Jones. They're both on two different teams. Do you think they're going to make 
an impact or which one's going to make more of an impact with their team. No, Julio's got way more juice left. If Julio can actually stay on the field, he was still productive last year. A.J. Green was not productive. There were several games where he'd have like zero or one catch. It was very painful. A.J. Green's washed. AJ Green washed, washed King Hashtag washed, washed King Julio Julio could still Julio, no, Julio least, is still a baller at least one two more years in him yeah that he could that he'll be hashtag it, Bertha it, well it's just a matter of him staying healthy <laughs> yeah he's got to stay on the field he's always, it always seems like he's got something you know who's a, that a toe a Julio. calf a Julio, yeah something. I mean how many games did he play last season he missed like the last six games of the season. I know that, but they were also sure. out of it. But they, they were out of but it. Could but he have played those games if they were battling for a playoff? I mean, Terrell Owens played the Super Bowl on well, a broken a, ankle. So here's the thing: uh, um, Julio did start some games too, but didn't finish them last season either. Yes, like that he would was start, even and more a lot painful. of people were, were were assuming he was just there to to be that. I'd rather decoy. know you're out completely than you try to give it a go. So that's what I'm saying. Like, who's going to be better out of the two? You say Julio. Hundred percent, Julio. I think I it's think it's not a discussion. I think AJ Green's gonna have a breakout season. A breakout season. Okay, so hashtag, Webster definition hashtag, of breakout. Hashtag AJ Green. <laughs> I I'd say he's more season. of a comeback season. Comeback or season, a revenge yeah, season. Yeah, comeback season. Hashtag okay. comeback. Okay, season. so you are at the end of the year. Fantasy points. You think AJ Green will have more than Julio Jones? We're gonna do over under. No, I'm saying like it's an either play a or. Game. Let's play. A game. Do, do you think that AJ Green will have more fantasy points than Julio Jones at the end of the 2021 season? I say AJ Green will have more points than Julio Jones. Do you say Julio Jones will have more points than AJ Green? I do have. All right, so, so we, we need to like write this a water stuff down bet? here. You have a. Well, you have the pen and the pad. Please Wait a second. Page. I can't. I'm trying to like do the the production here. Produce while I'm talking to you guys. And, and while you're doing that, write out one num- one, two, and three because we're gonna put be it draft. Put it towards the end of five. Put it towards the end of the. We need the a draft. We need a draft order. Here. Tony, we need a draft order. We're gonna. Draft our uh, starting five NBA team of all time and a six man. So we Go need to figure like out what our pages. draft order is. And a six man. Of course. Yo, are we going to... Someone's um, got to take man. No, who? go back a few... No, go back more pages. Like maybe six pages back or something. There you can go. actually you can start hear on. on the podcast me <laughs> turning the pages of the notebook. You can start right there. That's great. This is our first bet of the offseason. Are we going to go is live? It, who, is it Julio Jones versus AJ Green? We're close to 730. Are we going to go live with the... Uh, with the stuff, or should we we go streamyard live? Well, we'll talk about that after the show. What time is it right now? Six o'clock. Six o'clock. It's not close to seven thirty. You're expecting us to talk for another hour and a half? Well, no, we, we could can't. watch a movie in we between. Um, I'm just saying we could go live <laughs> after the podcast. Um, okay, so I said that AJ Green. This is on record too, because not only is it being written on a piece of paper, but I'm. I mean, it's on a recording too. It's in the cloud. It's in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what up, Cloud? <laughs> Hashtag Cloud. So I say AJ Green's going to have more points than Julio Jones by the end of the season. Tony says Julio Jones will have more points than AJ Green. Gianni, do you want to jump into this one? No, Gianni's not in on this one. I'm not. He's snoozed, he lose. I'm not in on this one, but you're only winning if Julio gets hurt. Do you guys want to do a Tyler Higby and a Hawkinson one? I'll take Hawkinson. I don't I, give I'll a damn about him. I'll take Hawkinson too. <laughs> okay, so... Okay, I'll take it. What is? <laughs> we'll do this. We'll come up with these bets Damn, throughout the season. Here. Yeah, it got really hot in here. Yeah. What is kind of the reward for getting the most bets won? 
Um, I like food. I like money. I mean, I like money too, but I like food. Like, be like, you can buy me a dinner or a lunch or something. Yeah, that's a good combo because the money and yeah, if you buy me a dinner. You know so we'll go you know, to an end of season dinner. Okay. And the two losers of the bets will buy the winner's dinner. And we'll live stream it. Yeah. Ooh, man, we've got a phone call. Should we put it live? No, do not put oh, it live. Oh, that would be so Who great. Who is it? Oh, it's uh, Show Me Your TDs calling right Ooh. now. Look, he's going uh, <laughs> to... He's upset it. that it's 14-man league instead of 12. He's going to sure. listen to the podcast and be like, I was calling yeah, that Yeah, but people time. don't... They They're going off in the group right it's now. It's going off right now. It's on they fire. They think that we're just changing it to 14 and not making any other tweaks. Well, Kamish, I, you know what? All respect to the Kamish, man. It's 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 a tough job. It's a tough. Jo- it's a thankless job. It, that's the word I was trying to think of. It speaking is of, a thankless speaking of a job tough job because you're never thanked. Try managing a, a commissioning a, a Big Brother fantasy football or a fantasy <laughs> season. Big Brother fantasy season. Shout out to Bianca, our little cousin. Um, big yeah, brother, being, big brother, being a commissioner in fantasy sports. Hashtag Bertha. Super thankless. The only thing that matters is you get your opinion heard a lot because you're the opinion that matters. Uh, but it's just people yelling at you all day. And now we started collecting the funds for our league. And even if I win, I just get to keep money that's already in my bank account. But the, like when There's you see a that, you're like, man, that looks good. I know. So you, the trick you, is to spend all the money. So then when you win, it feels like, oh, wait, no, that wouldn't no. make sense. I, I, I don't already about? lost the money, but what happens what if I don't win? If <laughs> what, I, what you doing, Terry? No. So if I don't. Terry, what you doing? <laughs> if I don't win, it's, you know, $1,400 coming out of my bank account. Not a small sum of money. So take it out in cash and keep it in your room. There's a huge argument going why? on. Why? So you could like steal it? Shoe bucks. Going on Shoe in the chat money. right now. <laughs> I would love to put this on the podcast live with everyone going off on fire. But uh, Well, we can take a break and see how many of the league mates we can actually get on the call uh, through well, StreamYard. Yeah, no, that, I, can't do, I can't get multiple calls right now because this is a small budget podcast. <laughs> I don't we have can't a phone, go live phone through line. The, we can't go line. live through the Streamyard. Listeners, don't uh, be yes, afraid that, to support to, us. We'd have to close out this show, say goodbye to everybody, and then. Uh, no, no, we we don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I think we, this is a natural stopping point. We've finished the fantasy football talk. Mm-hmm. We're, we can we're, take a break, pick up potentially on the NBA, or see if we can get some link mates in to discuss moving to well, 14 teams. Let's uh, close out this episode. Uh, guys, or ladies and gentlemen, whoever's listening out yeah, there. Not, new don't be sexist. Old listener, yeah, list, new listeners, old listeners, we appreciate you guys listening to our little podcast. Shout out to Casual our fans in Canada. Shout out to Canada. Uh, we appreciate you guys <laughs> Canada! <listening. laughs> Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you know when the episodes drop. And uh, for me, Tony, Sam Rills, we're out of here, guys. Thanks. Peace. See ya.
Family straight, diamonds in my chain, I'm just doing my thing. Nuts just dragging, nothing here average. I'm far above that shit, simple and plain. Ballin' when it's sunny, but I keep some cheddar stack for the rain. Yeah, I keep some cheddar stack for the rain. Say it with some fees and they all on my teeth. Rollin' my lap, pourin' my drink. Team me too, everybody at the table. They came a long way from that bootleg cable. Nigga me losing, there ain't no way. My homie just died and they cried for days. Tomorrow ain't promise, I put that on my mama. Tomorrow ain't promise, I put that on my mama. Actually, what I'm doing just grinding. Haters wanna ain't let them, ain't never mind them. Be more bitch, tryna reach your next plateau. And I can't stop till I achieve my goals. Keep a couple fiends inside the photos. So official with the vibe and get fuck up my zone. Hold on for a minute, let me count mine. You know, you know. Actually, what I'm doing just grinding. Haters wanna ain't let them, ain't never mind them. Be more bitch, tryna reach your next plateau. And I can't stop till I achieve my goals. Keep a couple fiends inside the photos. So official with the vibe and get fuck up my zone. Hold on for a minute, let me count my, you know, hey, you know Count my money while I'm counting these blessings Minor setbacks, those were just lessons Moving too fast, had to set a pace Bleeding my goals, shit ain't no race Hennessy straight, I'm only chasing money Smart nigga, mama ain't raised no dummy Stay in drama free, but if you bring it, we can run And as a young and I learn bullshit about nothing Nigga be losing, there ain't no way My homie just died and he cried for a day Tomorrow ain't promise, I put that on my mama Nigga be losing, there ain't no way My homie just died and he cried for days Tomorrow ain't promise, I put that on my mama Yeah, ask me what I'm doing, just grinding Haters wanna hate, let them hate, never mind them Be more offense, tryna reach the next plateau And I can't stop till I achieve my goal Keep a couple fees inside the photos So official with the vibe and get fuck up my zone Hold on for a minute, let me count mine You know, you know Ask me what I'm doing, just grinding Haters wanna hate, let them hate, never mind them Be more offense, tryna reach the next plateau And I can't stop till I achieve my goals Keep a couple fees inside the photos So official with the vibe and get fuck up my zone Hold on for a minute, let me count mine You know, you know